Today is Friday, March 18th, 2022, and it's Good News Friday. The Trucker Convoy Freedom Convoy rolling thunder through D.C., clogging up traffic and making it inoperable inside of the D.C. Beltway. We love these patriots. We'll give you an update on the Freedom Convoy and their incredible work in our nation's capital, shutting down the swamp. Good on them. The New York Times has finally admitted that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Welcome to the party, pal. And Hunter Biden's baby mama, her lawyer, who's seen Hunter Biden's finances, says that he expects Hunter Biden to be indicted by the feds. Yikes. Jail time for Biden. We'll cover it all on Good News Friday. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. The traffic delays for drivers trying to get into D.C. You're looking live right now at uh, 395 in traffic. You can see just thing along there, barely moving. It's all because of that trucker demonstration. They have been in our area for weeks now. Thank you for being here with us. I'm Lorenzo Hall. And I'm Charlotte McBride. Trucker protests have been making their way around D.C. the past few days. But this afternoon, we saw a major traffic jam. As you can see there, earlier police were blocking 395 northbound at the 12th Street exit number 3. This was to stop that truck convoy from entering the district and causing more traffic trouble. Oh, it makes my heart sing just to watch that. Welcome to Good News Friday. We are not the corporate media. We are independent journalists on this channel. We work for you. And in order to make sure that that is cemented firmly in our show and in our scheduling and in our production and in what we cover, we read your emails. Sitting before me right now is an email from Julia Murphy. Julia Murphy writes and says, First off, love watching your show, your enthusiasm. American people is just awesome. Great. Thank you, Julia. I'm writing to tell you that you should do a story about the Truckers People Convoy. It's an amazing group of Americans trying to stand up for everyone's rights and freedom. They need honest, truth-speaking people to share their stories and what they're about. Well, Julia, we read your email, and we also read the email of other patriots who have been writing us. Uh, For instance... Paul Pamela Budin says the truckers would love some coverage. Can you please cover that? Pamela Budin, who is a retired educator and many other fantastic patriots who have written us. We can't read all the emails right now, but those are at the top of the grab bag asking for coverage of this event. And I got to tell you, dear viewer, dear listener, dear patriot. We're not trying to not cover this event. (laughs) We are simply trying to keep up. And that's why we love getting checked and we love getting feedback. Our email is benny at bennyjohnson.com. Please write us. If you see a story that we're missing, please write us. We are proud to cover this incredible event if you haven't seen it. And you probably haven't for two major reasons. One, because... Well, the world sort of blew up right around the time of these trucking, the patriotic trucker convoy uh, coalesced around Washington, D.C. And two, the press don't want to cover this story because they saw what happened in Canada. Now, we gave a ton of coverage to the Ottawa trucker convoy because... Uh, That was the leading story in the world, and they needed patriotic voices to speak up on their behalf. And we support them, and we support the American Trucker Convoy as well. 
Now, here's what I think is very interesting. As soon as the trucker convoy announced that they were going to be making a convoy to go to D.C., well, what happened? State after state after state that had tyrannical authoritarian COVID mandates began to repeal or rip those mandates down altogether. States like California, New Jersey, New York, some of the greatest states taken over by the branch COVIDians, which is what we call the people who see COVID as a religion in order to assume power unto themselves, they started dropping their mandates. They essentially admitted defeat. They admitted that Ron DeSantis was right, that Florida was right, that you, the American people who wanted freedom and wanted to live free in the USA, that you were right. What led to World War II? Well, there's a lot of factors, but one of the leading ones was inflation. The German mark became worthless for the German people because of stupid policies. It was like a billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. Does that sound familiar? Have you checked the price of grain recently in America? This is what out-of-control inflation for a fiat currency looks like. Insane markups on everything from fuel to houses to used cars to bread. Get ready. It's going to hit you in the grocery store soon. Hedge against this type of insanity by investing in something real. Real value right now. Gold and silver from Birch Gold is a time-tested mark of value. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. There's no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free info kit now. Go gold right now before it's too late. And so the story began to wane. And so we paid a little less attention to it. This morning on Good News Friday, we're going to give you the good news and the updates on the truckers. So ladies and gentlemen, honk honk, let's get started. So what's been happening right now is that truckers have been encircling Washington, D.C. How it happens is that the truckers park their trucks on a large lot in Maryland. As we understand it, it is a large racing track. They park their trucks there and then they travel around Washington, D.C. at the lowest minimum speed limit in mile-long convoys. Now, as somebody who's lived in Washington, D.C., allow me to illuminate for you precisely how incompetent, bloated, and blocked up, stuffed up the Washington, D.C. government and beltway is. The Washington, D.C. beltway is like Elvis's clogged arteries, man. It is a killer. You can't travel anywhere during rush hour. You can't travel anywhere during... 2 a.m. I would fly in. I would fly into Washington, D.C. I lived in D.C. for almost 15 years. You would fly in in a red eye. You'd get out of the airport. You'd try and drive into D.C. and there'd be wall-to-wall traffic. Now, why is that? Well, it's because D.C. is incompetent. D.C. doesn't care about the people who live in it. They don't care about regular Americans. They don't care about you. They don't care about the amount of people needing to travel. 
It's, it's amazing. I've become friends with a guy who does roads down here in Florida. His job is to be part of the, the Florida DMV and design roads. And they design roads for the capacities that they think Florida will have 10 years from now. So they build the roads now that they think will be needed 10 years from now so that there's no humongous problems. Now, is this a perfect system? No, but it actually shows foresight and, and that these people want to care for those who they serve. That's the point of government. The point of government is to provide services and security for the people who you are governing in the short period of time you get to govern based on us choosing you to govern us. And of course, we can recall you or rip you out of office at any time if you lose that sight. Washington, D.C., of course, has lost that sight and it is demonstrated perfectly in how Washington, D.C.'s road systems are designed. They are catastrophic. They are historic, actually, for being the worst traffic per vehicle in all of America. You can sit in five, six, seven-hour traffic, no problem, on the wrong days going through Washington. And, of course, these are complicated extraneously uh, by motorcades and some of the other goofy things that go on inside of Washington, D.C. When the president needs to jet somewhere or when a member of Congress needs to go somewhere, they'll shut down all the lanes. And ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it's backed up. It's a clogged up mess. So I say all that to say that the D.C. truckers, boy, have they hit the nail on the head here. Boy, howdy, because it's already a nightmare and they are making that nightmare worse and they are bringing it to the people who have made a nightmare for all of us in this country. God bless our truckers. God bless the politicians that are going out and meeting with them. We have some clips of that. But most importantly, we have clips of our tyrannical government enforcement agents attempting to shut down freedom. Now, this is what the truckers are protesting over, right? This is, I mean, this is what the protest is about. These fantastic, patriotic, brave truckers are out there standing up for all of us because our freedoms were ripped away by a teeny little group of authoritarian tyrants inside of our government. And that's what's starting to happen to these truckers. So we want to play this clip for you now. The problem a paycheck is over your freedom. Really? I got you. What about our kids? Listen, what about your kids and your kids and your grandkids? Just we don't. Along. That's Guys, come on. Honestly, honestly, 695 is closed to the commercial vehicles. Well, it's closed you're all gonna traffic, have to go. Right? Well, it's closed all traffic. So this is, you're gonna have to go to northbound on 295. My boss is going to eventually tell me to start arresting people. Who's your boss? On what grounds? On what grounds? On what grounds? On what grounds? You are impeding. A is Department of Homeland Security involved? Your vehicle stopped right here. You're failing to obey a lawful order. What's the lawful order? On what grounds? Remove your vehicles from the roadway through 295 Northbound. On what grounds, sir? What legal grounds? That is the that is the open roadway right now. Who's who's sending you these directions? It's the Metropolitan Police Department. Expect heavy traffic delays and road closures along inbound 395 from Virginia into Washington, D.C., the Metropolitan Police tweeted in Washington, D.C. Yeah, these trucks are shutting things down in our nation's capital. The other thing is geographically, Washington, D.C. sits kind of like in a peninsula. You can think of Washington, D.C. as a peninsula. It's, it's flanked on both sides by rivers. It was chose chosen for this exact reason so that it would be sort of an in-between area and uh, watching the the battle for where our nation's capital would be was actually a very fascinating and interesting fight they chose a horrific plot of land that was swampy and miserable in order to keep politicians out of washington dc po washington dc 
It was a backwater, was a literal swamp, and still remains so to this day. They had to dredge up swamps in order to create Washington. The point is that you have to take bridges in order to get into D.C. Those bridges are often very clogged with traffic. As I recently enumerated to you, you can never find a time when those bridges are not utterly, like, just absolutely packed with cars. And so if you add a mile or two mile or four miles worth of patriot, brave truckers who love their country and love their freedom and fight for America going the minimum speed (laughs) down those bridges, man, you are going to have a bad time. You're not going to be able to get around anywhere. Senator Ted Cruz rode with those truckers. Many wonderful members of Congress have met with the truckers. I believe Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Rick Scott, Rob Portman, Ted Cruz, however, probably the most famous politician by name recognition to meet with them. And uh, this is how this is how that went down. Check it out. Honk, honk, honk. You love to see it. Thank you, Ted Cruz, for standing with these Patriot truckers. We want to cover the story. We love these truckers. The reason why is this. The left thinks that because they studied uh, some type of gender, biology, lesbian basket weaving uh, at Oberlin College, right, in Ohio, that they have some some sort of value in society. Sorry to break it to you, but you actually don't. The people who make society run are people like you, people who create things. And by that, I mean literally the greeters at Walmart who do something constructive in society. And I mean the mechanics and I mean the plumbers and I mean the truckers and the people who make the food available to you in your stores. Thank you, truckers. Thank you, mechanics. Thank you, nurses. I married a nurse. Why? Because one, most beautiful woman I've ever met in my life. Two, man, nurses are just the best. They are giving, they are loving, they are caring. There are so many positions in this country of people who deserve our gratitude and our appreciation. And so we thank you, regular Americans who make this country work. You, the pipeline workers, and the people who make society function. You are the people who are the backbone of this nation, and you are the ones who, if you decide to make your voices heard, can actually shut ish down. You hear this all the time whenever these radical pink hairs come in to try and protest a conservative speaker on campus. I've been one of them, by the way. They come in to try and shut ish down, right? They say, we're going to shut it down. It's a family show. We're not going to swear on this show, but you you can assume what they're saying. You've heard the chants. We're going to shut it down. They can't shut anything down because they don't create anything. 
You are the ones who create things. These truckers are the ones who create things. The backbone of this country rests upon their shoulders and they uplift all of us. And so we are appreciative to them and of them. And we say Godspeed to the truckers. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that the BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domains to RightForge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. RightForge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. The people who are the very opposite of the trucker convoy are the political parasite class. The political parasites are the ones who actually live on the underbelly of the incredible society that we all created through our hard work and our ancestors created through their hard work. You think it was easy to come to America? How did your family come to America? Are you a first-generation American? I live among them. All over the place in my neighborhood are Cuban Americans who are first-generation and damn it, do they love this place a lot. They love it more than some native-born Americans who live in Vermont or Manhattan and have had a silver spoon in their mouths, and it's disgusting. Actually, the people who love this nation the most are the legal immigrants who understand what true oppression is. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to be neighbors with so many of them here in Tampa. I'm sure you know some immigrant stories and some people who are very, very proud of this nation. The people who abuse and hate this nation the most are, quite frankly, the ones who have been in power the longest. That's right, because it corrupts your soul, because you lose what it was all about in the first place. And Hunter Biden is the sad and pathetic story of exactly that. Well, now we know, dear viewer, that according to the New York Times, so now we can finally talk about it without a fact check, the Hunter Biden email computer from Pewter Repair Shop in Delaware has been authenticated. We, of course, knew that. If you watched Fox News or Newsmax or my show or listened to the right people, you would know this, but there are a lot of people who live inside of a permanent PSYOP as it pertains to Hunter Biden, and they get told nothing but pablum, paranoid falsities, day and night. The perfect example of this is... 60 Minutes, who went <laughs> who went after Donald Trump for talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. Joe Biden himself called it Russian disinformation. Isn't that interesting? Uh, and now they all have to eat crow. Check this out. 
I think it's this. I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Because you want to talk about well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you, things. I'm telling you. Of course, it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop, Leslie. Leslie. Can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because even the family hasn't. The family on the laptop. He's gone into hiding. For five days, he's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare? I doubt it. I doubt it. ...amount of credit for getting this story right. The New York Post got the story right, ladies and gentlemen. They deserve the credit. They broke the story. They put their journalistic integrity on the line, and it is now a shining bar of gold. All of you... Be shamed. This is how you rig an election. This is called rigging an election, all right? When you knowingly stop the public from seeing true information and then voting, what do we want? We want you to be informed. We don't want to tell you what to do or how to vote. We want you to know the facts and the information and then vote the way that your heart tells you to vote, the way that your brain tells you to vote. The only way that you can truly rig an election is to keep information from the American people. And this is a perfect example of that. This is a precise moment when the election in 2020 was run afoul. You can see it on Twitter, all across social media. This story was banned. This story, you weren't allowed to tweet the link. Egregious. 50-plus members of the intel community came out and said that this is Russian disinformation. That's a lie. That was a psyop. That wasn't real. Where are they going to be held accountable? These are the people in charge of your intelligence agencies not knowing what the difference between Russian disinformation and an authentic laptop is. And by the way, on that laptop, let's boil it down. There's a lot of grotesque and disgusting images and so on and so forth. Hunter Biden, clearly a, a fallen, sunken person who, you know, I personally believe has very bad and demonic forces in his life that lead him to, you know, led him down some horrible paths. But what is really there is not us making fun of Hunter and his horrible cocaine and drug habits and his horrible sexual dalliances. By the way, where is the Me Too crowd on this? There are some despicable images of Hunter and women and degrading images of Hunter and women on this laptop. We did a live the other night about Joe Biden talking about revenge porn. Yes, that's a terrible thing when that happens. Yet here's a laptop full of photos of his son engaging in exactly the kind of explicit and despicable content that Joe Biden is talking about degrading to women. Where are you, Joe Biden? Joe Biden is the guy who championed some of the harshest drug penalties in all of America and wants to go after people who abuse our ATF system. Hunter Biden abused the ATF system by leaving a, load, a handgun in a dumpster that he illegally acquired by lying to the ATF. And Hunter Biden is an illicit drug user. So where the hell are you, dad? What kind of a father are you? You're trying to trust this guy. Again, it's biblical, all right? It's biblical. In the Bible, Christ says, check out the fruits and you will see if it's a bad tree. And one of the easiest ways to tell the fruits of someone's life is to go ahead and look at their children, look at the way they were raised, 
and check out exactly how well they're doing. Well, Hunter Biden's not doing well. But all of that aside, let's put all that aside. Joe Biden getting his own house in order before he tries to cancel Keystone XL pipeline, right? Maybe you should cancel the pipeline into your son's mouth full of cocaine and crack. But nonetheless, putting all that aside, what's really in these documents is the explanation laid bare of exactly what the Biden crime family is. The Biden crime family is a family that sells access to the U.S. government and your taxpayer dollars for a premium to foreign governments. That's what you find in this laptop. Let's just call it what it is. The bad fatherhood, the drug use, the sexual abuse. Leave all of that out of it, okay? Take it all out. What is really at the core of this thing is that the Biden crime family is a racket, a mafia family, an enterprise in order to sell access to the American government and to Joe Biden and his positions of power for money. Not only do we know this through the Biden laptop, but we know this through the Obama administration, who State Department openly admits that they knew, they knew that Hunter Biden and his deals around the world were imperiling their administration and perhaps the office of the vice president. You don't want to take my word for it? Are you a lib watching right now? First off, thanks for watching. We appreciate open dialogue here. But if you don't want to believe me, lib, believe your boy Obama. I'm sure you think very highly of him. Even the Obama administration thought that Hunter Biden needed to be put on sanctions in order to keep him from embroiling the office of the vice presidency inside of FARA violations, which is a violation of doing exactly that, acting as a foreign agent and selling access to the United States of America. So that's what's on this laptop. Let's go ahead and read from the New York Post. The New York Times decided more than a year later that Hunter Biden's business woes are worthy of a story. In a deep piece in passing, it notes that Hunter Biden's laptop is legitimate. Now quoting, People familiar with the investigation said prosecutors have examined emails between Biden and Archer and other Bursima and foreign business activity, the Times writes. Those emails were obtained by the New York Times from a cache of files that appears to have come from the laptop abandoned by Mr. Biden at a Delaware repair shop. The emails and others have a cache were authenticated by people familiar with them and with the investigation. The New York Times has authenticated, you don't say. You mean when the newspaper actually does reporting on a topic that it doesn't just try to whitewash the coverage for Joe Biden, its preferred political candidate, and with which it operates as a mouthpiece for, it discovers actual truth. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear that the 2020 election was not on the up and up, and when you hear that there was a very, and I'm putting it in their words, a cabal of powerful people who colluded in order to keep this election and the information that is important and that is deserved to be before the American people before they make a choice as to which direction their country went. And boy, howdy, are people regretting their decision. I regret voting for Biden is one of the top trending hashtags almost every single week on Twitter. I regret my vote for Joe Biden. People say it day and night. People feel snookered, bamboozled. And in fact, a poll said that some 16 to 18% of people, if they had known about the Hunter Biden laptop, they didn't know about it when they voted. If they had known about it and the corruption of the Biden family, they would have voted differently. 
or they wouldn't have voted at all. And that would have been more than enough to give the margin of victory to Donald Trump soundly and handily. Why didn't they know about it? Well, you know the culprits, and you know precisely why they didn't know about it. Roll the tape. Information that he knows to be fabricated and supplied by a foreign intelligence service. And despite the warning, he's still doing it. You have said this entire thing is so obviously a Russian plot. It's sort of a, a crazy quilt at this point, uh, uh, which has all the hallmarks of, of, of Russian disinformation. That said, it, it wasn't for lack of trying. Rudy basically functioning as a Russian asset by pushing Russian disinformation. CNN reported on Friday that U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. Ladies and gentlemen, when Donald Trump says the press are the enemy of the American people, this is what he means. They are lying to you and they know they're lying to you. They want you to be deceived. This is how it happens. This is how an election gets rigged against the American people. Never in my life have I seen anything this egregious. Now, I did live through, I was very young at the time, Monica Lewinsky scandal. And the Monica Lewinsky scandal, very similarly, had Newsweek, back when Newsweek was a respected publication, try and halt that story. They sat on it. They didn't report it in order to protect Bill Clinton. Matt Drudge is the one who reported it, and then that led, of course, to the spiraling Clinton scandal. It got Clinton impeached, and so on. That was another example of a bombshell story where the corporate press colluded in order to protect a Democrat president. You know it. You've seen it with your own eyes. Remember what Hunter Biden was doing in Ukraine, what Hunter Biden was doing illegally around the world on behalf of his father and that Biden family is what got Donald Trump impeached. It was so damning that they impeached Trump for asking questions about Hunter Biden's business relationships around the world. Donald Trump wanted an investigation into the Biden family corruption in Ukraine. There should be an investigation. That is precisely what should happen. Of course, we'll never know now. But all Donald Trump was asking for is an investigation into the corruption, and it got him impeached. That's how dangerous it was. This is how damning the documents on this laptop are, and now that they are real and verified through Department of Justice investigators and through the New York Times and through the corporate press, well, we'll see what happens for the Bidens. I don't know, man. I think this could go really badly for them. The signs that I'm seeing, I'm not sure this is going to end well for Joe Biden. We'll see. I have my own thoughts on this. Perhaps I'll save them for later. Jen Psaki, for her sake, put up a tweet saying that the Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. This is what they do. This is the play. They go to these former corrupted intel officers and then they tell them, you're going to write this. You're going to write this letter that says that this is Russian disinformation. And then we're going to be able to point to it. It's called the wrap up smear. The wrap up smear is you take a lie. You shop that lie through the press, and then when someone asks you about the lie, well, you point to the press and you say, well, look at this. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation, dozens of former intel officers say. What a corrupt and wicked system we live inside. What a corrupt and wicked place and wicked people uh, that are in charge of this nation. It's not the nation that's bad. It's the people ruling it. Remember that. 
Keep that in mind as it pertains to Russia, as it pertains to Ukraine, as it pertains to these countries like China. You mustn't look at the people and the population. By and large, people are good-natured, happy, and don't want war or horrors or bad things for each other. We want to live in peace. It is the corruption at the top that must be uprooted, root and stem. Jen Psaki is a known liar. Peter Ducey proves it. Go. The president has said, and you have tweeted, that allegations of wrongdoing based on files pulled from Hunter Biden's laptop are Russian disinformation. There is a new book by a political reporter that finds some of the files on there are genuine. Is the White House still going with Russian disinformation? I think it's broadly known and widely known, Peter, that there was a broad range of Russian disinformation back in 2020. Okay. Ooh, she did not look happy about that question, and she certainly was not happy when Jen Psaki turned into a molten mountain of lava spewing out of a volcano on fire yesterday when she was asked about the laptop's authentication by the Justice Department and by the New York Times. Check it out. More. Um... The New York Times has authenticated emails that appear to have come from a laptop abandoned by Hunter Biden in Delaware. Um, the president previously said that the New York Post story about this was a bunch of garbage and that it was a Russian plant. Does he stand by that assessment? I've pointed the Department of Justice and also to Hunter Biden's representatives. He doesn't work in the government. Go ahead. Well, well, well. Sounds like somebody doesn't want a story to continue to boil up. Why is that? Because this story is so damning and so harmful to the Biden family because it exposes precisely what that crime family is. It's a pay-for-play. This is a classic thing inside of Washington, D.C. Pay-for-play. You pay in order to get access. It's corrupt. It's illegal, of course. And the Biden families were the masters of it. They don't want this laptop out. They don't want the story out. And they know how damaging it is. Get ready. Jen Psaki's going to leave. Trust me. Trust me. Jen Psaki is going to abandon this White House soon. She's out of there. She's not going to get dragged down in this. She doesn't want to be on the record talking about this laptop because every single one of them knows that this is a toxic uranium dump atomic weapon that is going to blow up and it's going to take a lot of people with them. They want to get out of that blast radius, and they're going to start fleeing. You're seeing people drop like flies. Kamala Harris has lost more staff this week. Joe Biden lost his number one COVID advisor and spokesperson this week. You're going to start seeing people get out of the blast radius and fast. Uh, According to the New York Post, the Times cast doubt that there was ever a meeting between Joe Biden and Bursama officials. Of course, the laptop now confirms this. The Times ran as Joe Biden's stenographer for the 2020 election. In the heat of the presidential race of 2020, the Times never missed a chance to cast doubt on the laptop, saying that the information was purported or quoting a letter from former Democratic officials who claimed with no evidence that it was Russian disinformation. These are former Intel officials who have no idea what Russian disinformation is. Can you believe that? We trust them with the safety of our country. And either, I mean, they're not that stupid. Unless some of them are dumb. But some of them are actually very high intelligence people and are very scary because of it. They did it because they wanted to knowingly lie to you in the name of your intelligence agencies. When was the last time that happened? Well, it's pretty much been happening in your entire life. Your intelligence agencies and your federal government has been lying to you your entire life. I don't care how old you are. They've been lying. Why is it unsubstantiated? The New York Post asks. Because of the willful ignorance of the times and their lack of curiosity. 
Hunter's business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, came forward immediately after the Post's report and confirmed that the emails were legitimate. The Bidens didn't even deny it was true. They just deflected with the media's help, saying it was a dirty trick. The press mostly ignored it. We have that clip. Guys, I'm going to go a little out of order here. We have that clip, a Biden throwback uh, to Joe Biden saying that this is Russian disinformation, lying to the American people. He'll probably get impeached for this. Can we play the clip? Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. God love you, man. You, you're a one-horse pony. I tell you. Thank you. Thank you. I promise you, my Justice Department will be totally on its own making its judgments about how they should proceed. Thank you. So, how do you know when Joe Biden's nervous about something? When he starts to, like, ramble and babble incoherently. I mean, that happens a lot these days. But there you heard him being asked by Peter Ducey, who's done God's work, quite frankly. Let's give a round of applause to Peter Ducey, one of the very few actual journalists left in Washington, D.C., who are not stenographers, bootlickers, and butt kissers for the DNC. Guys, just call it quits. Hang up your press badges and go work for the Democratic National Convention. Please. Or CNN, they're the same things. Peter Ducey asked Joe Biden, hey, you still think this is Russian disinformation? Biden says, yeah. That was during the transition uh, between administrations. And then Joe Biden clumsily and stupidly and nervously says that Peter Ducey is a one-horse pony. Not quite sure what that means. Maybe he could call him a a lying dog-faced pony soldier. What does this mean? We're not sure. We don't speak Biden. But we do know that the the, the normal word for that would be a one, the normal phraseology would be a one-trick pony. <laughs> and Joe Biden's brain snaps evermore. The New York Post deserves to dance on the grave of this story. They were right. They were assailed for being right. They were attacked for being right. And now... The Times story verified the authenticity of the laptop. It tells us something else, that Hunter Biden was being investigated by the Department of Justice for foreign lobbying violations. That's right. Here my team is telling me that a one-trick pony, not one-horse pony, and what does a one-horse pony mean? (laughs) Apparently this was written up at the time, and yeah... It's just Joe Biden's brain snapping and spiraling evermore into the darkness. The DOJ is investigating Hunter Biden, and the lawyers involved legally with Hunter Biden believe that he will be indicted. That's right. Hunter Biden may not be a free man for very much longer. Let's read the report from the Washington Examiner. The Justice Department is investigating Hunter Biden for foreign lobbying violations related to overseas business dealings, likely in places like China, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Well, dear sir, what countries happen to be at the forefront of all of our national conversations right now? China, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, not so much unless you're a huge Borat fan, but I digress. In addition to scrutinizing his taxes, this according to a new report, 
Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss is known to be leading the federal investigation into Joe Biden's adult son, who denies wrongdoing. The New York Times reported Wednesday that the investigation, which began as a tax inquiry during the Obama administration, has widened in 2018 to encompass possible criminal violations in tax laws, foreign lobbying, money laundering rules, according to people familiar with the inquiry. Well, this is very interesting because Hunter Biden received a $3.5 million payment from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Now, why exactly would a Russian oligarch with the direction, clearly, of Vladimir Putin, because that kind of money doesn't move around inside of Russia without Putin's say-so, why is Putin paying off Biden's son? Let's start asking the questions. We're just asking questions here. We'd love the answers to that. Please let us know if you have the answers. Our email is benny at bennyjohnson.com. The report said that Hunter Biden's extensive work with foreign businesses came under scrutiny from prosecutors looking into whether he should have registered with the Department of Justice under the Foreign Agents Registration Act. What that means is if you go do business, let's say you're a lobbyist for China, right? I mean, that should be illegal. But if you're a lobbyist for China, you should be able to go in and register with the Department of Justice as an agent of China, right? You say, hey, I'm going to be lobbying on behalf of the Chinese government, and I'm going to be the one who's going to be doing this inside of our country. I'm an American citizen. I'm going to lobby on behalf of China. That's legal. It may be unethical. It may scar you forever if you want to run for politics or if you want to be taken seriously. You don't want to be seen as a hack or a shill for corrupt nations like Hunter Biden is. But ladies and gentlemen, again, I digress. It's still legal. You have to register. You have to state to our Justice Department that you're working on behalf of a foreign nation when that happens. So the report says this, that Hunter Biden's extensive work by with other nations was done illegally because it intentionally violated the FARA Act. The outlet reported that prosecutors have discussed approaching potential FARA violations as a civil matter, which will require Mr. Biden to register retroactively as a foreign agent, but may avoid criminal charges. We'll see. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley pressed the Justice Department in November 2020 during the tail end of the Trump administration to review whether President Biden's brother, James, and his son, Hunter, should have been required to register as foreign agents. We'll see. But a lawyer who is currently involved with the Hunter Biden legal case as it pertains to Hunter Biden's illegitimate children says that he expects Biden to be indicted. That's what Clint Lannister says, who represents the stripper who Hunter Biden has an illegitimate child with. Uh, Her name is Robert, and he says that in complying with the subpoena and turning over a significant amount of Hunter's financial records, I expect him to be indicted the attorney said of Biden. Just based on what I saw in his financial records, I would be surprised if he's not indicted by federal officers. If the Biden if Biden were indicted, he would likely be convicted. Federal prosecutors tout an over 95% conviction rating. The Daily Mail exclusively reported that Roberts had testified before a federal grand jury in February for Biden's alleged tax crimes. Yikes. Uh, Roberts who is the name of the stripper that Biden, 52, conceived a daughter with, 
the daughter's name is Navy Joan, together in 2018, Biden refused to acknowledge that his youngest daughter exists. That's Joe Biden, by the way. Joe Biden often talks about the number of grandchildren that he has. He always leaves out this um, pro- this, this proven illegitimate grandchild. Very sad. Even after DNA evidence that he provided, Hunter claims that he did not have enough money to pay for child support. What a scumbag. An Alaska judge ordered him to produce financial records, and he settled out of court. So, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, scum. That is what's been proven in this sordid case. All of this has proven demonstrably and empirically that the Biden family is a criminal enterprise, that they are absolute scumbags. These are not nice genuflecting old grandpa Werther's originals dentures man this guy is legitimately the head of a crime family and that crime family's job was to sell you out to sell out the American people and to sell out this nation the purpose of Hunter Biden was to do all the dirty work he was the muscle if you can call him that to do all of the dirty work for his father Joe and in those emails And Tony Bobolinsky confirms this, who was the financial advisor and business operator of the Biden crime family. In those exchanges, Joe Biden gets 10% of everything. That's how it works. I've done enough job, enough of a job in the political sector, and I've done enough work in Washington, D.C. to understand that, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it works. Corrupt deals and every business deal gets kickbacks, clapbacks, givebacks, everything. Every dollar raised, every bit of business is done on an extreme corruption mechanism. It's wrong. It steals from the American people. It happens on both sides. This case is particularly egregious, but it robs from you. You should be frustrated. You should be irritated. And Joe Biden should be impeached. You should be enraged that all of this is coming true, that you were lied to, and that these people colluded against the will of the American people to put criminals in office. But there is brightness in our country, ladies and gentlemen, as we look at the 2022 election polling, it is looking better than ever for freedom-minded people. The trucker convoy continues to roll on. The COVID mandates continue to collapse and fall. The regime itself will implode on itself. And ladies and gentlemen, all America's ever needed is a couple of sound patriots to stand up and say no more. No more. Benjamin Franklin says those who would willingly sacrifice liberty for freedom deserve neither. And we won't sacrifice either. We believe that this nation is strongest when the American people decide to get up and to change the things about it that we don't like. So that's what we're going to do. It's going to be peaceful. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to remind us of those truckers rolling down the road. And ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for people to see what has been evident to you and me. It's time for the normies to understand. This is a country that can be reborn and remade by a couple of patriots who just want to see their country live on and to pass on a good nation to their kids. And that's what we intend on doing. So have a wonderful weekend. 
My name has been Benny. This has been The Benny Show. Good news, good news, good news. God bless you. See ya.